0: Currently, we have 46 degrees in Appomattox, 43 in Amherst, 45 in Salem and Roanoke, 48 in Danville, 43 in Bedford, 44 in Lynchburg. And we've even had some folks call in some uh, some rain measurements
1: for okay, us good. this
0: morning. I think the highest we saw was 3.3 inches so that's, it's a lot of rain that's amazing so a huge blessing no doubt about that
1: gonna be a lot of slushy gray looking stuff out there if you're up in the bedford mountains especially at matts creek but we're glad it's 57 percent contained because of the rain hopefully even more yeah, yeah eleven thousand acres were destroyed here <laughs> over the last week but uh
0: Well, we're welcoming into the studio today uh, We have Liberty University Professor Scott Thompson Who's with us Uh, Good morning, Scott Good morning And you brought some of your students with you as well I'm going to have you introduce uh, those those I did I
2: have uh, Julia Robertson and um, Christy Batista Who are both third-year law students on our Moot Court team
0: All right Well, welcome, welcome to the show We're glad you're here So let's talk about um, this Moot Court competition We're going to start out by Uh, explaining to our listeners exactly what that is and why this is a really a big deal for you guys
2: sure so moot court is an opportunity for law students to actually practice oral arguments and this tournament is uh, is organized so that you're actually pretending basically to make arguments before the United States Supreme Court okay almost like a a role-playing kind of situation correct they uh, they actually start by writing a brief during the course of the summer and then during the tournament itself they deliver arguments in front of panel of panels of judges who interrupt them with questions and try to probe the the depth of their knowledge on the legal issues
0: okay so I'm going to turn this uh, to you guys over here Uh, is this your first was this your first experience with this
3: no it was our second we competed last year for the first time but the first time we make it past um preliminary rounds and actually make it to the finals so very exciting
0: okay so tell me how this is is different i mean i'm sure in the classroom setting you do some of this but how is this different from from other uh perhaps for lack of better words role playing that you that you do Because it's important to be able to articulate, think on your feet, make your points. That is a huge skill set, and it's one that must be honed.
4: Yeah, you're right. It is a huge skill set. Um, It's really fun to do as well. But there's a little bit of a difference. Uh, Liberty's program is designed to give you a wide variety of skill sets. And so one of them is doing, you know, a mock trial scenario. But this is really more of a think on your feet. You don't get to plan out everything. You don't necessarily know what the other side's going to say. And so you really have to be able to interpret. And and every judge thinks differently. Mm -hmm. So they're going to ask you different hypotheticals. They're going to make stuff up just to try to see well how do you apply law to this situation to this situation and so it's very it's very unique in that aspect Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that's exciting
4: Scott
1: you guys literally have a mock-up of the Supreme Court that it looks I'm told I've never been in the room but I'm told it looks just like if you were there is that correct
2: yeah the the bench itself so the bench is where the judges sit is an exact replica of the United States Supreme Court bench when we were build, building that room, uh, we actually went to the clerk of court of the U.S. Supreme Court and asked him if we could take pictures. He said, I'll do you one better than that, and actually gave us the blueprints. Wow. So we were actually able what to an build honor. an exact replica. Yeah.
0: So was it daunting to to do this? I mean, even though you had done it before, uh, is it? it's a different kind of pressure, isn't it?
3: It is a different kind of pressure. You also, we have practices before the competition. So Uh you're practicing once or twice a week with your colleagues. And that can be a great way of thinking of questions that the judges might ask. But you never know. You spend months working on this problem and you think, oh, maybe I have everything down. And then you go there and this judge asks you a hypothetical or something that was just on the news. And you're like, oh, I didn't think about that. So you definitely have to know your argument well and know what holes you have in your argument because mm-hmm. that's what they're going to target. You
0: know I did I did debate when I was in school and and loved it. I mean it really got everything rocking and rolling. Uh, I would think this would be kind of a similar experience where you are, are verbally and mentally jousting um, for a long period of time.
3: It is similar. I would say the only thing is you can't really go in saying I'm just going to memorize my argument you really have you have to know it because at any point in time you're going to be interrupted Mm -hmm. and be asked a question about a real life scenario so
4: right right and and I will say too on to the part about how daunting it is I think the most not necessarily daunting but kind of in a way was the fact that you know, the night before we had um, our award ceremony for the first day and we did a really great job. Everybody was winning Oralist Awards. We won, um, Christy and Maggie won a Best Brief Award and so we were really excited finding out that we advanced to the second day in the out rounds mm-hmm. and then I think it, the, the best part and the most daunting part was okay, we advanced again. Okay, we advanced right, right. And now we're what against is each other. Right. <laughs> right. And now we're in the final round against each other and we've just made history before anybody's, we've even announced champion second place or anything right and that was the most fun right so let's talk about that
0: how big of a deal first of all is it to even get to that level much less have have two teams competing against each other
2: yeah so i've been coaching the liberty moot court team since it started so it'll be 18 years this spring this is the first time that Liberty has ever had a Liberty versus Liberty final round. Wow. Uh, but I also have uh, a number of friends from, from the moot court world, just because of the amount of time you spend together at these tournaments. Uh, one of my really good friends coaches a major moot court program powerhouse uh, down in Baylor. Uh, he has had this happen once in his 27 years of coaching. Another really good friend from Stetson, which is another major moot court powerhouse, and it has never happened for her. So it's an extremely rare occurrence. And for us, it was absolutely a first.
1: Tell us uh, briefly, Scott, how, how old is the program? Because it doesn't seem in my mind that it's that old.
2: We started classes in August of 2004. So we're currently finishing up our 19th year.
0: Hmm. So um, why is this so important to, to Liberty? I mean, you all have a great reputation. I mean, let's talk about your your uh, bar pass rate. I'm sure. About that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, bar pass rate is obviously what's important. Our students right. can spend all of the time in the world in school, but if Win they can't, all
0: kinds of awards,
2: but. <laughs> can't pass the bar, it means nothing. Um, but this uh, above and beyond the bar pass rate, moot court is one way that the university gains wider recognition. Sure. Uh, We still know there are a lot of academics out there in the legal arena that don't think Liberty is any kind of an important school. But when our students shine in these co-curricular activities, not only moot court, but also negotiations, mock trial, arbitration, mediation, um, we demonstrate something to the rest of the academy about Mm -hmm. the quality of our students.
0: And I'm going to direct this to, to the ladies over here. Um, that will be to your advantage as you go on to practice. Let them underestimate you. That's fine. Uh, they'll find out soon enough. <laughs> just, just how, and so that can be a, a strength in and, in and of itself. You get that in the South period. Uh, they're underestimated, or you're a little country bumpkin, or whatever. Uh, I think in the long run, that might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to find out more about your uh, your program your law programs at liberty uh, i'm assuming they can just go online and
2: sure yeah liberty uh, liberty.edu slash law uh, all of the information is there you can also find all the faculty bios so they can find me click on the link happy to to talk to anyone
0: what's the next big thing you have coming up
2: well, in the moot other cor- than break,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: break is definitely next in the moot court world. Uh, our next tournament won't be until mid February, but then we're competing okay. six times in the spring. Wow. Okay. So, uh, one other just little interesting bit: um, sure. na- uh, moot court programs are also ranked nationally, as just about anything is. Uh, it's a little bit different because we don't all compete in the same number of tournaments. But I really expect when the rankings come out in a week or two after this weekend's results, Liberty will probably be the number one ranked move court team in the country.
0: Wow well you keep us posted on that that's uh, that's a big big feather in your cap to have that and uh, we're, we're very proud of you proud of you ladies and uh, you just keep on. thank you so keeping much. keeping on all right thank you thanks for joining us that's that's a big deal yeah, it is a big deal I yeah, am I'm pretty so excited proud to about be... that.
1: Well, I graduated a long time ago, but I am a Liberty grad. And... I'm going to
0: send this to my uh, my lawyer
1: sister in law. Oh, okay, She's going to love this. 7:15 here on Sounds the Morning Jam, and it is uh, well. Technically, it's Friday for us, so more Friday funnies are on the way. We'll check in with you in about three minutes.
2: The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. <laughs>
5: I do dangerous things, I get into doing safe things. I was in a horrible Thanksgiving-related accident. I'm gonna tell you guys what happened to me. I don't want it to happen to you. We've all noticed old people will come out of retirement to cook something for the holiday. And the older you are, the better your gravy is. That's how that works. I'm a good kid, I love my relatives. They look tired. I said, you guys have been working too hard. Enjoy your holiday, hard part's done. I'll keep an eye on the food. Kitchen's where the accident happened. There's one big pot with a lid on it. I found out the next day, they call that pot a pressure cooker. I want to see what's under the lid. Bam, blows up in my face. I was in the emergency room on Thanksgiving. You know the best doctor? He doesn't work on Thanksgiving. I got a kid who was excited because he had a customer. He took one look at my burns. He goes, dude, you're lucky. He called me dude. You have second-degree burns. That means you get all the blistering and skin damage of third-degree burns. But your nerve endings remain intact. So, so you get to feel the pain. And the pain was heightened, in my case, because I have a medical condition. I am a man. There you go. Don't lift
1: the lid of the pressure cooker unless you know what you're doing. Right. Young man. Uh, better Kaboom. yet,
0: just, just stay out of my kitchen. How about that? let's
1: just stay out of my kitchen and then he gets a young doctor on top of that
0: although gordon it was was it gordon deal talking about how he does dishes he does dish cleanup duty oh yeah, yeah. well yeah 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 he did. he's yeah. like i know my talents are not in yeah, the culinary in the, world
1: right right they're in the cleanup world yeah yeah
0: and i will tell you as a cook
1: that's very valuable very sexy huh it is
0: very sexy <laughs> yeah i tell. well what's funny is and my mark is great about going in and and doing the dishes after I've made a big meal and, and stuff. And my cousin walked in and he was washing dishes and she goes, well, that's about the sexiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and he's well, like, thanks. I'm like, honey, it's just because you're washing dishes. It's just, that's all that, all oh, that is. Oh, okay. I see what he thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, oh, is my arm, my arm must look <laughs> really good. Is it, is it my bicep?" But I'm scrubbing yes. the uh, <laughs> yeah, so he was doing something the other day and uh and he kept talking to me and i was preoccupied and he's like would you please look at me before I bust a gut? And he was like posing.
1: Wow. So,
0: cause well, had, you
1: can only do that so long. I know well,
0: he had just worked out, and so that's. I can when only your, hold my
1: stomach in your, your, for so long. Your
0: veins are like you know doing their thing, right? And I'm like, are you? Have you? How long have you been posing like that? That would wow. be my question. Holy cow! Jeez. <laughs> oh man, he's like no respect. I get absolutely no respect. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, Black Friday deals. Are, yeah. you, are you doing the, the Black Friday thing or are you doing no, the I'm Cyber Re- Monday thing
1: um, or are you like salty and what's I, the point? What's the point? I'm recuperating on Friday from okay. just a, I mean, I was exhausted yesterday and I didn't rest really. I tried, but it didn't happen because I helped build a ramp for a friend of mine. Uh, a bunch of us got together and I was just tired from that because it was like, you know, five hours of physical after doing this in the morning and it was just like yeah i'm not wired for that anymore i'm I'm just not i can't have those there are some
0: you know i'd like to think i don't get my head turned too much yeah by things but like i was i was reading through some of the black friday deals that that are coming out i'm
1: sure they're very making me they would make me giddy especially electronics yeah get me on the sweet water Well,
0: look there there's some uh, uh, jbl Oh, those 251 are not... i know 24.95 I've, I've got i've got a set of those but you didn't pay 24 bucks for
1: them no that's cheap i know that's a really good price on those and my phone's of falling we're the off the only
0: ones that are going to get excited about that yeah, I know. not oh, too and, many and people. those
1: are wireless because i see the little button
0: yeah yeah how much 24 bucks 24.95 where at is it just amazon like amazon Can't yeah really. i know can you forward that to fire ta- i can okay. uh fire tablet which I—that's what I have—is a Fire tablet. Yeah. I love my Fire tablet. They're nice. Um, seventy-nine bucks. They've got that for seventy-nine dollars. Wow. So they've got Carig Compact for fifty bucks. So there's some definitely some good deals. Yeah, out there. And um, I, my question is: Are you all doing? Are you Black Friday shopping? Four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. You can just text me. You, uh, and and tell me: Are you are you Black Friday shopping? It used to be a big deal. I don't
1: think it's a big deal anymore. You know. Our president Joe was talking about Renaissance, making the wrong reference, but I, I want a Britney I, I Brittany's <laughs> new <tour. laughs> I want a Renaissance to the original Keurig, because I um, love my original Keurig, and I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Yeah, it's very simplistic. Mm-hmm. I just want a simple Keurig. I don't want one that you got to go. You got to watch a tutorial on YouTube but three can times before you, you You can know what it I out. can't
0: find. I My electric can opener broke, uh-huh. which is tragical for me. Oh, sure. Because I like yeah, my electric you open can some op- cans. I do. And yeah. and I've had it for, I don't know. I bought a cheap one going, oh, this will just get me through until I can find what I want. A lot and longer. it's lasted so long. What and then brand? finally got the West Bend. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it finally just pooped out. Huh? Yeah. Killed over. But like the little magnet thing broke pretty quickly oh, on it. So yeah. I was like, this isn't that great. I can't find a can opener. Do you know? And you know how
1: I hate to go to Walmart. Yeah,
0: well, I do not well, love Walmart. You and my wife. I, I went, had to go rescue her. at went 13 in the other day because I thought.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm sure. She said, "I'm not moving. Just come find." I'm in the pots and pans. I'm not moving. And she wasn't because she, was she sur- surrounded uh, by people? She was or? surrounded by people. Yeah, I, and I came. And I mean, I don't mean to make fun of her. She gets anxiety like that. No, I, I you know, I get and, it. I, and I get that.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um, I totally get it. But I went into Walmart thinking they're they're going to have an
1: electric can opener. Yeah,
0: not one, not one electric can opener could you find?
1: Yeah, see, so you don't want to buy one of those at the flea market. You know, you steam clean. I can't it first. do it. No, I even then, I can't do not? that. Okay, no, I
0: don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I want to buy a used can
1: opener. Yeah,
0: unless of course it was like a really cool like retro yeah, one. Yeah, retro. Then I, I was might.
1: thinking you'd go retro for yeah, sure.
6: Yeah,
0: then I can clean that sucker right up. Right, but there's. I'm just amazed at how little choice there is when it comes to things so everybody's like
1: gone to that twist where you literally kind of flip the lid off
0: i and i have one of those right. but sometimes then you gotta I pass have the great.
1: can three times to get around it and you're cutting these barrels you're, you're well, janet's cutting 55 gallon barrels if i'm doing green beans um, right. for
0: like I mean, a lot, of for a lot of people and and i'm using i like the the um you know, Todd sells the great yeah, big ones. Yeah, they're a
1: gallon, I guess, or close. Or the to it.
0: number ten can? Is yeah, that what they're called? Yeah, it's a big called? can. It's
1: yeah. eight inches in diameter, yeah, or whatever. I don't want to be. I don't want to be using that. Right on that. I mean, you'd be like, it'd be Christmas Eve by the time you got around it twice.
0: I know. I I like I like my
1: having my can opener, but yeah. I don't know where I'm going to have to go to get Help one. Help Janet out. Yeah. Start the search. Talent search, is, it, it's can opener search instead.
0: And I, so I go through the aisle Rose. and the lady's going, I was like, why do they not have can openers? She goes, well, I bought two in the past year and neither one of them lasted. So just save your money. And I'm oh, like, boy. oh, that's not good. Yeah. That's a what bad was it? What was the
1: one company? It uh, looks like Oyster. It's not Oyster though. Oster. Oster. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then there was Regal. I remember Regal because I had that branded on my arm because we had a what? popcorn. We had a popcorn. Maker. You didn't pay to have it branded. It, no, it burned you. No, no, no. Or was that Presto? I think it was Presto. Okay. Um, but Daddy had bought Mom. Presto, I have
1: a new tattoo? I know.
0: <laughs> had bought Mama a popcorn popper. It was like one of my favorite Christmas stories. Right. Mother always guessed her gifts. Always. Mm-hmm. And he was so upset because she would like pick it up and she'd go, oh, I think this is a sweater. All right. Blah, blah, blah. And right. he would get so mad right. about it. Good. He went to Belk. Right. And he bought a popcorn popper mm-hmm. and he paid to have that thing wrapped. Right. And when he brought it in, you heard angels going, ha ha ha. And then this light came down from heaven wow. and it, it lit up the, the package. I'll never forget. It was a snow
1: at the gazebo, it was, it like was a blue. Ha- Yes, movie? it
0: was. So it was this beautiful blue foil uh-huh. paper with silver. Ribbon on nice. it, and it had like because this was back when they when they did that. Oh, they, they, they had the yeah, you
1: had the girl with the scissors, you know. Right, what do they they do that yeah, ribbon stuff. And then yeah.
0: and it had like a little arrangement on it. I mean, nice. it was gorgeous, yeah. and it drove my mother
1: nuts. She didn't know what it was.
0: She didn't know what it was, and it was foiled so by beautiful. tin foil. <laughs> it was so beautiful, right? Yeah, that she's like, oh, he spent a lot of money. Whatever it is, he right. is like really gone above it. But <laughs> she opened up that dang popcorn popper on Christmas morning. And it was hysterical she, um, because pop she was so mad at him. But they played canasta and stuff a lot, and she used oh, that popcorn okay, popper yeah. quite a bit. Here's the thing, though: in the uh, late seventies, yeah, uh, they would get really hot, and if you're a little kid oh, and no. your and oh, your arm no. gets up against it, oh geez. presto! Right there, it was. Yeah, 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 I had it for a long time. Wow, on, on wow. my arm. Yep. holy cow! But it was a nice reminder of yeah what was a fun. that was a fun Christmas. So
1: d- would family come in and play canasta? Yeah, I mean, because okay. um, my my family, I never played church. it because I was away at college in nineteen eighty. So I I only would come in a couple times a year, but they'd be playing canasta. And they would just having the time of their life. Alice and Holly would
0: would come over. Yeah. was their name, and they would play. And and my sister's bedroom was right over the dining room which is where they would play and i sometimes i would sleep with her because i was little and I, yeah. I didn't like to sleep by myself and all you could hear at night was was holly going oh. <laughs>
7: i mean he just loved
0: it he had so much fun wow but you'd almost be asleep and he'd start pounding that table and laughing like it was wow. the, usually when he had won around. yeah sure know. sure So good memories, very good memories. That's awesome. We've got WDBJ7 on the way. Uh, Five and nine is going to be coming up in the next uh, hour. I'm going to be sharing a really special recipe that I'm going to be making for my Thanksgiving. Maybe you guys will make it for yours as well.
1: We're also going to be talking to Kristen over at the River District Association about some things going on on the south side in Danville and Gretna and that part of our listening area, listening to us on 106.3. So uh, look forward to talking to her, find out what's going on. Stay tuned. You can also give us your uh, give us your thoughts about Thanksgiving maybe. Text us 434-248-0704 or call us on our toll-free number 866-916-3776.
7: CBS News special report. 50 hostages are expected to be freed soon as part of a ceasefire deal between Israel and Hamas. Reporter Linda Granstein has more on the agreement from Jerusalem. According to the deal, Hamas will release the hostages in groups over four days. In exchange, Israel agreed to allow large amounts of humanitarian aid and fuel into Gaza and to release Palestinian women and children from Israeli jails. Palestinian Authority Foreign Minister Riyadh al-Maliki backs the deal and hopes it will lead to more progress. It really opens up a huge
5: opportunity for further exchange.
7: For the family members of the hostages, it's a waiting game to see who will be released. Omer Lubaton Granat is founder of the Hostages and Missing Families Forum.
6: We want to hear some good news. I think that for six weeks, we, we've only heard bad news each and every day. And we want to have some good news.
7: CBS News Special Report. I'm Wendy Gillette. And currently,
0: we have in Lynchburg... 44 degrees, Bedford, Roanoke, Salem, all 44 degrees, 48 in Danville, 43 in Amherst, and 46
1: in Appomattox. Wow. Danville being the hot spot. We're going to talk to somebody from the Danville area in the 8 o'clock hour. The Virginia Department of Transportation is lifting lane closures and suspending work zones to ensure a safe commute for drivers during the Thanksgiving holiday. Lane closures on highways... Work zones, interstates, major roads in Virginia will be lifted beginning noon today until Monday, uh, November the 27th. When we'll be back, uh, because we're taking the next few days off, while lane closures will be lifted in most locations, motorists may consider semi-permanent work zones that remain in place during this time. Drivers are encouraged to plan ahead of time to avoid traffic congestion. And certainly if you're heading out for this uh, Thanksgiving holiday, please be safe. We want to make sure you're back to catch the morning jam by Monday.
0: Yes. All right. Um, we have a situation going on in Bedford where mm-hmm. they're looking for uh, two young men. Well, I'm assuming they're young men uh, that are uh, did a breaking and entering uh, in that area. And the Bedford County Sheriff's Office looking for those two individuals. They broke in, actually, uh, on October the 12th at uh, the Glenwood store in Huddleston, in that area. Mm. Uh, The subjects took several thousand dollars in cash, several hundred dollars worth of roll coins, and numerous cartons of cigarettes. They're asking for help from the community in identifying the subjects. You can go to the uh, Bedford County Sheriff's Office Facebook page, and you can see some of the photos that they have. There is a cash reward Mm. uh, for that as well.
1: Roanoke County, school, uh, Roanoke County Board of Supervisors' chairwoman has filed a federal lawsuit against school leaders, three num- members of the school board. Uh, Cheryl Ficiani, Timothy Greenway, and Brent Hudson, as well as the superintendent, Dr. Ken Nicely, are named in the lawsuit. Martha Hooker alleges that she was serving as a work-based best- learning coordinator when she was fired by the school leaders earlier this year. The lawsuit said in a conflict of interest between the job and and her position on the board was cited for the reason of her termination and made. According to uh, documents, Hooker believes she was fired in retaliation for how she and the Board of Supervisors voted on dispensing school funds earlier this year. She is seeking compensation for damages. Wow.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: U.S. Department of Justice announced new arrest. Uh, earlier this week, related to a large fentanyl distribution conspiracy spanning from California to D.C., bringing a total of 23 people into custody. Uh, Drug Enforcement Administration Administrator uh, Ann Milgram said fentanyl is the greatest threat to America today. The uh u.s department of justice the dea and local law enforcement officials announced that 14 people from the dc region alone were arrested in connection with the fentanyl supply chain Um, the distribution conspiracy which started from pills sourced from mexico and spanned across the united states uh, would not have been possible without instagram Hmm. investigators said that they seized Uh, More than 1 million pills with fentanyl in the D.C. regions. The pills are deadly and they are profitable. Uh, This comes after nine recent student overdoses in Loudoun County alone. Wow. Involving students at Parkview High School. One high school. One
1: high school. That's crazy.
0: Loudoun County Superintendent uh, did not immediately notify the public about Mm -hmm. the string of overdoses. I don't think that's good. Uh, Governor Yunkin issued an executive order requiring schools to notify parents within 24 hours of student overdoses, so at least you can have a conversation with your kid, right? <laughs> to say, "Don't take anything. I don't care if they tell you it's a Tylenol or right. what. Don't touch it." Yes, I mean that's the thing. They won't let your kid take a Tylenol
7: mm-hmm.
0: to school. I mean, or if they do, they have to take it, you know, to the nurse. That was back when they had school nurses, I guess. Um, but you're not letting parents know you've had nine kids overdose? Yeah.
1: So that I'm, shouldn't
0: even be a, have to be a thing.
1: Can I draw a little contrast here? Sure. If you listen even to those in our military, certainly in this administration, you listen to Janet Yelling, you listen to our president, Pete Buttigieg, <laughs> who has made it back in the news somehow. Because it's transportation weekend, I guess the greatest existential threat—the word they love to use—existential. Yeah, it sounds yeah. so
0: good and it makes them. Sound it's climate so change?
1: Oh my word! It's cl- and they say it's climate change, and so they're teaching stupid. the kids.
0: Yeah. As, even
1: at this school that lost eight children, to, right? That that's to, their biggest threat to uh, this drug. But yeah. that's their greatest threat. What do you think about that, Greta? A hundred thousand speaking out about Americans that. die every year yeah. because of fentanyl has nothing to do with climate change. Right. You bunch of dingbats. Well, get but, your heads out of your, you know what, and wake up and smell the fentanyl.
0: Well, Biden has very I mean, it took him forever to even address it. I know. It was 18 months into his administration, maybe 2
1: years before he even addressed and
0: it. And it's the number one killer of adults ages 18 to 47. But we, that, we hear it's climate
1: right. change. Yeah.
0: You no. bunch of dingbats. And he's Basically created the problem because he's opened up our borders and it's just
1: flooding in now. And he he talked to Xi Jinping last week. You know, he said, "Look, you know, can you stop sending the fentanyl to Mexico?" (laughs) I mean, right? I'm sure he's right on that. Xi Jinping is probably saying, "Dial it up," because after that conversation, dial it up.
0: Mentioned it's a huge money maker, and as long as it's making money, they're not going to do a darn thing about it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It just it just makes me want to lose my mind up in here up in up here. here no doubt 866 yeah. 916 quick call before we go into the five and dine on this pre-thanksgiving day good morning
5: hey good morning it's eric hey um, eric you talk about having priorities screwed up i've seen from a couple independent news sources nothing really mainstream yet about a thing called operation quiet skies Mm-hmm. Where all your air marsh air marshals now? We well, talked about it this have. morning. Yeah, yeah,
1: we mentioned that they got them down on the oh, border. You did? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they got them down on the border.
5: Well, also, they're also falling. If you tra- traveled uh, on January 6th, if you flew by air to DC, you're on a special terrorist watch list, and that's where the few remaining air, air marshals. marshals are at, following they're, around right people that didn't even go inside.
1: Yep. Yeah, that was that Operation was brought White out.
5: Skies. maybe you can yeah, see if I'm just watching No, no, you're you're No, no we we just
1: talked about you're it. You're the second person has brought up not the not the part about I mean, you're the second one that brought it up about where the air marshals are, but you're the first one that's brought it up about the air marshals are committed to following January 6 protesters around so on airplanes. I mean, what a waste of yep. resources. Yeah. When you got a hundred and fifty known special
5: screening. Right. Yep.
1: Hundred and fifty known terrorists that we don't know where they're at, but hell, we don't we don't try to follow them. No, let's follow around our own citizens.
0: So Operation and thanks for calling. Operation yeah, thanks, Quiet Sarah. Skies is not new. Uh it's been around since twenty eighteen. Um and it's been revealed uh it was back in, in twenty eighteen the level of screening that officials have been conducting on passengers. And uh, TSA has been secretly profiling passengers that travel through its airports. And the purpose, they say, is to ensure passengers and flight crew are protected during travel. Um, A behavioral checklist that passengers were subjected to um, include reversing or changing directions while in transit through the airport attempting to change appearance clothes facial hair using reflections in shop windows to identify surveillance cameras observing boarding gate from afar boarding the plane last excessive fidgeting perspiration facial flushing rapid eye movement so i mean there's a like a big loss um, Subject appearance different from information provided. Weight gain, weight loss, balding, gray hair, goatee. So, I mean, those those sounds like that. that's, that's probably things they need to be doing. Yeah. Even though, you know, it is profiling. Right. Basically. Um, and so that Operation Quiet Skies in general isn't a bad thing, but it sounds right. like they're using it. The,
1: yeah, to target January yeah. 6th protesters. Right. I mean, that's just, come on
0: and apparently uh, individuals are not informed when they're placed onto the Quiet Skies list Mm -hmm. and are not approached if uh, they board uneventfully despite the profiling interesting very interesting but you know now as we said we don't even have our air marshals where they need to be anyway right right. Right. because we're having to send them to the the southern border and don't even get me started on the northern border because we're in trouble
2: there too Mm -hmm. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight.
0: Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check if you're one of those people that you maybe you love pumpkin pie or maybe you don't love it I I don't know or sweet potato pie some people do sweet potato pie Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. Um, I think this this is a recipe that I make quite a bit around Thanksgiving because it just elevates the lowly pumpkin pie right and the sweet potato pie to Mm -hmm. a different place right Uh, and you can even like Go to F&L and buy one of their sweet potato pies, which is amazing, by mm-hmm. the way.
1: I love it when you're slipping into the southern thing. And,
0: and, <laughs> and then uh, you put some of this on it. This is my recipe for buttermilk ice cream. Oh,
1: you said this yesterday.
0: I've talked about buttermilk ice cream before, but I've never given you the recipe. Okay. And especially if you have like a countertop, like Cuisinart kind of ice cream maker, it comes together super quick Mm -hmm. and is is really delicious. You're going to start with 12 ounces of buttermilk and 16 ounces of heavy cream and if you can get your hands on some vanilla bean, uh, vanilla bean in that is really good or you can use a teaspoon of 100% vanilla extract in there. Uh, You're going to put all that over medium-high heat just until it's uh, almost scalding hot. Do not allow it to come to a boil. While the mixture is heating, you're going to whisk together five large egg yolks, six ounces of granulated sugar, and a little bit of salt. Whisk the scalding milk into the yolks, I like to temper those a little bit first, then return the mixture to the pan and reduce the heat to medium-low, and you're basically making a custard there. And you're going to cook that until it coats the back of your spoon. And then you're going to strain the mixture into a bowl, cover it with plastic wrap, refrigerate it three to four hours or overnight, and then you're simply going to follow your manufacturer's instructions the next day. This recipe is decadent and creamy Mm. and has a little bit of tang to it. It doesn't, you wouldn't taste it and go, oh, this is buttermilk ice cream. But you're going to know something's really different and really special about it. Uh, You want the recipe? Go to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes we share. I wonder if Jimmy's going to call me today. Janet and Jimmy by the James. James.
5: Yeah.
1: With
0: our recipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Maybe we'll. Yeah, that'd be nice. FNL brings you this, uh, <laughs> this every single day, and they're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, and their meats are a cut above.
2: Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.
0: I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL, save on family-packed ground beef, $348 a pound. Beef bottom round roast is $4.98 a pound. Whole boneless New York strips, $6.98 a pound. And Pepperidge Farm stuffing is $2.99 for a 12 ounce bag. Frozen turkeys are $1.48 a pound, and spiral hams just $1.48 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833 605 1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut
6: above. buddy mine just ran a half marathon, put that little sticker on his car, that little white oval, says 13.1. Tell him that sticker lets everyone know he ran half the distance that actually impresses people. <laughs> when he was finished, I gave him half a thumbs up. <laughs> All 50% of that is yours, my man. Congratulations, divided by two. I thought I was gonna run a marathon once in my life. It was on my bucket list. And then I realized, I won't even drive 26 miles. (laughs) If you do wanna feel good about yourself though, sign up for a turkey trot. Do you know what these are? It's like a two mile charity run. They do it on Thanksgiving morning. People that sign up for this, they've never run in their life. (laughs) But they decide, you know what? It's Thanksgiving. I'm about to consume the calories of an Olympic athlete. <laughs> Why not spend the morning throwing up in the bushes? <laughs> That's how I'm going to give back.
4: <laughs> Jeez!
0: Oh my goodness! Oh wow! Yeah, gee. I do think uh, I do think my kids are are literally in training, uh, really cutting back their calories mm. so they can oh, throw for down. Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Pretty sure, my youngest may or may not be dreaming of stuffing.
1: Uh, okay. So. Well, stuffing was the our answer yesterday. Right. Um,
0: what was? It was number one according to Newsweek, but it didn't even make the top five. it was like six. Food network. In, I don't see how that's network, possible. Yeah. Because so, a lot of our listeners said that stuffing is their favorite. Yeah. Sweet thing. potato
1: casserole was towards the top, but.
0: I mean, I like sweet potato casserole, fine. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't put it at number one. Like though. I say, it
1: bridges the gap between dessert and the meal. It's sort of no. like getting both at once. Especially early. by the time
0: you throw, you know, brown sugar crumble, marshmallow, right. pecan, oh whatever yeah. on the top of a lot it. Of
1: calories. Yeah, being it is had right there.
0: But a lot of people <laughs> love it. I mean, I'll, I'm making one. Okay. So we have this story earlier in the week and and it was one of those stories where we're like, how on earth is this woman getting by with this stuff? Um, Attorney General Anthony Brown who appointed this Zanab Shandre, an anti-Israel activist who serves as the director on the Council of American Islamic Relations (laughs) who made horrible posts yeah. Following the Hamas attacks, calling the um, the the babies that Hamas murdered saying they weren't real, mm. they were fake. It was right. all propaganda by Israel. I mean, just ridiculous, outlandish Alex Jones kind of things. Right?
1: Just I'm with you.
0: Cannot be taken seriously. Uh, officer of the Attorney General learned about the personal social media post of the member and has taken action. Mm. finally yeah. took a while um, in the statement it said Office of Attorney General learned last week about the personal social media post mm-hmm. of a member of the Maryland Commission on hate crimes which is just crazy I mean the I irony know. of it all I know It's just um, can't make it up right they uh, they determined that Ms. Chandri's social media post risk disrupting the work and mission of the commission. You think? Yeah, you think just so? a little. Just a little. You know, promoting hate and lies and propaganda. You think that's not Might useful? Might want to
1: take a harder look at that resume and their social media.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, he is announcing steps he took to ensure that the vital work and mission can continue without interruption. Mm-hmm. Uh, he assigned staff. Uh, He temporarily suspended her membership. There we go. Right. So he hasn't really done squat. Mm -hmm. He's just Mm -hmm. trying to cool the fire. Yeah. He assigned staff to develop a draft value statement about personal communications by commission members to carefully balance their right of free speech with their role as a member. He is calling on all members of the commission to exercise great care in their communications and conduct. For example, personal postings that could be reasonably perceived as hate speech. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 your whole job right. is to not do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, at least she's been removed, if only temporarily. Um. But she'll be put back on there. You know she will. Yeah. They're not gonna. They're not gonna keep kick her off for for good. I guarantee you they won't. Mm-hmm. Which is outrageous.
1: Yeah, it is outrageous.
0: Now there are more people. Calling on the Michigan Bar to investigate uh, and sanction Taleb. Oh yeah. Legal group is doing this now. Good. Um they are uh, are, are they want her called out over her anti Semitic rhetoric. The nonpartisan Coolidge Reagan Foundation is called on the state bar to probe Taleb, mm-hmm. who is an active attorney right. in Michigan. Dan Backer, the foundation's counsel, said he believes people who spread vile, anti-Semitic lies to foster hatred towards a people should be held accountable. Mm -hmm. Agreed. He said Tlaib clearly violated the Michigan Bar's ethics code with her rhetoric, and that he was initially looking into, quote, some of those snot-nosed kids out of Harvard and Columbia Law Schools. I'm quoting there. Wow. That wasn't me. Uh, I was reading what she was saying, and I was like, well, you know, this is outrageous. How is this okay? And then I remember, well, she's in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's a lawyer. And I looked it up, and oh, she is. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Backer said, the fundamental problem that America is seeing right now is that people do horrible crap, and they're never held accountable for it. I'm right. proofing. I just kind of edited that a little bit. <laughs> he also said, uh, the sooner you start putting cameras on people's faces, they stop. He noted the number of calls of the nonprofit Accuracy in Media, of which Backer is on the board from Harvard students, asking them to have their name taken down from the organization's so-called doxing truck for signing a letter in support of Hamas. When people see accountability for their bad actions, you get less bad actors. Yeah. I think it's essential, and probably this generation of whiny little has not really experienced it yet. Who is this person? I need to meet them. Yeah, I know. I love you, sir. <laughs> You're awesome. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. I-, I think she's said enough and done enough, and especially with this whole connection with the bar, mm-hmm. that it could arguably she has been the most vile, other than the lady saying that the babies were fake, right? Um, because she literally quoted the genocidal call of eradicating Jews yeah. from the river to the sea. Right. Right. Is there anything worse?
1: Well, it doesn't mean that. I mean, it's just a well, phrase. Well, she
0: tried to say that. It's just a phrase. You she know. she was saying it was about peaceful coexistence, to which everybody cries BS on. Right. Because we know exactly what that calls for, not an aspirational call for freedom to leave. I don't know. It's it's so hysterical to me when they overstep yeah. and then they try to walk it back because you're just so stupid and I'm the smartest person in the room. So of course you're gonna fall for this. I don't think so. I I'm think just, her day may be coming.
1: I'm just glad some of this stuff is being finally accountable. You know. And well, we'll see. It happens on the right all the time. hmm But it's nice to see it happening on the other side. That's a because
0: bit. most of the time, people on the right are willing to go. Yeah. You know what? That does need to be called out. Yeah. I don't care who it is. We get beat up for it. Yeah. You know, by the Kool-Aid drinkers. It, it, it but... doesn't
1: matter if it's you know Marjorie Green saying something silly right or what's in what's the one in colorado bobert yeah laura bobert what you know, a joke gyrating inside we, deserve, the theater. we
0: deserve what we got with that one.
1: right For gyrating sure. inside the theater and then taking pictures of herself silly